0: It's Lilith Fair meets The Sandlot. We watched Foxfire starring Angelina Jolie, so that means it's time for another Portland at the Movies.
1: In a world, in a time, in a land of eternal beauty, all that stands between a city and a disaster, in a city where anything can happen, if you thought you had seen it all,
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Portland at the Movies. My name is Todd Workoven, and I am here with Mark Middleton. How are you, Mark? I'm really well. Good. And of course, Brian, the Unipiper Kid. How are you, Brian? I'm very well. We have been fox fired. The 1996 Angelina Jolie. Uh, is that a verb now? It, I've just verbed it. I've just made. Yes. A gerund, I believe I just <laughs> is a uh, noun acting as a verb. Uh But this movie, I was just looking beforehand uh, before we started, and I couldn't quite uh, figure out why I know the name other than it's just a a writer that's been uh, out in the culture. Uh, But this movie was based on a novel by Joyce Carol Oates who uh, wrote the novel that this movie is based on.
2: So is it a uh, young adult uh, novel originally? And
0: I don't know. And I think I could be just making that part up in my head that hmm. she did YA because, I, like I said, I could, I can't figure out why I know her name because not a lot of her books sounded familiar. And I think I've just read her name a lot. In, the, in... the
2: subject matter seemed awfully deep to be entirely young it, adult. It
0: did seem deep, but it was handled, I think, in a very YA a way except for a a couple except for all the boobs that show up (laughs) but other than that like the way that some of the things wrap themselves up and some of the plot contrivances seem very kind of convenient and and like they weren't That wasn't the point of the story. The point of the story was, you know, obviously the friendship and stuff like that. So uh, the story of this movie is Angelina. Tell us this uh, time. The story of Foxfire. Gather around, gather around the Foxfire. And we will talk about this movie from an ancient time of 1996, (laughs) 1996, back when Portland was weird. This movie was very, very 1996. There was a lot (sighs) of the 90s happening in this. The 90s called and they want their movie back. They do. And I asked, uh, none of us were here in Portland In 96. I was. Oh, were you? So do you remember anything from this? So yeah, (laughs) I I don't. I asked a couple of people yesterday who who were in the Northwest around that time and they were like, oh yeah, I love that movie. So I think it has a lot lot more foothold in the people that grew up because I didn't think that this was a bad movie. Uh, Well, Um, I enjoyed
2: it. The first thing I noticed was that it felt it it looked and felt and sounded like an actual movie. It did. Which is a big step up for us.
0: I thought this movie was it beautifully did. shot. I thought it was it really well directed.
1: It had a plot.
0: It had a plot. Had it had char- characters. <laughs> with it had arcs and, and characterization. Which and
1: <laughs> you you empathized for them. Like you you got to know them, and you felt bad for them. You know. Yeah, and
0: even the the first uh, I watched it twice. The first time I watched it on uh, my my VHS copy here, which is. Um, which was formatted for my TV, which means it was the four by three. You know the old snip snip. And even even in four by three, I was like, "This is really well." And then I watched the widescreen, which is like super wide. I noticed that halfway through the movie that they used nice wide angles and were able to fit a lot of things in. Yeah, um, there's lots of nice bridge aerial shots. These bridge shots are of Broadway Bridge are amazing. I was talking with yep. Mark earlier about how they were. I I <clears throat> can't believe what they were able to do on it. It just looked like. They were all, all of the main characters were walking up on it and like extended shots of them up there with, looked like no safety Yeah, clearly the actors
2: were on top of the bridge, like legit
0: up there. Yeah, and Angelina's hanging off the side at some point, which she was really doing that too. There's a couple shots that, you know, it could have been, ai am sure it was a stunt person, but even then it was really well shot. Do you think this is the most Portland movie we we have watched yet? (sighs) So, uh,
1: yes and no. Um how many times was Portland mentioned in, yeah. in the movie? That's yeah,
0: true. Not I, even the the Northwest I, wasn't even mentioned. The I, only I, mention no. that we I noticed was they say the beach. Okay, and that's right. it. So
1: but it was definitely the best representation of tone and cinematography and look and feel and like especially I wanted to move there.
0: Yeah, especially for that time, for yep. 1996. It's it was a great like it was really interesting to see all of the Pearl District not having all of those buildings. It was still that's when everything was still industrial and and before all the condos yeah. started coming. So that was really interesting. But So
2: I did read that the novel was, uh, well, they really changed the setting for this. So the novel was set in the 1950s oh, wow! in New York.
0: Oh, wow. So wow. they
2: they changed the, the time period by about 40 years. And then they changed the setting from New York to Portland. And I was asking myself, and I really wanted to know, like, why? What was the thought there? I'm sure they got a tax break for I, filming here. Totally. I have a theory, yeah, so what was going on in nineteen ninety six? So it was uh, right it sort of the as the grunge was kind of yeah, yep, dying down. so I, I'm thinking that they had this story and they decided that they wanted to set it in just like where grunge was happening. And maybe that's why gritty. Yeah, that's maybe that's why they didn't call it Portland specifically, but it it was northwest enough. Right, that could be. They wanted to make it authentic or whatever. Right. So, and then it was also, you know, right around the time that girl power was a thing. Yes. So this is like right at this that... is the
0: ascendancy to the Spice Girls, as yes. they call it now. The the mid 90s. One step away. One step away from the Spice Girls. We're in between Alanis Morissette and the Spice Girls. <laughs> right <laughs> where exciting. this movie falls. All we needed was some hair right. dye, and we would have had the Spice Girls. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So this I uh, it, it this movie did look and sound and feel very 90s. But like I said, I thought it was like shot really well starting with um so a lot of this is shot at lincoln high school um now is that the same high school that we keep seeing pop up in things like dr giggles i don't know i don't that another, think so those that's were all in southeast is that Roosevelt? what is that
2: F- roosevelt another president it's roosevelt. oh the one in foxfire or in the no no, other no. One. Oh, in the dr other giggles yeah yeah I mr don't holland's th- opus i
0: don't think we've and that's grant Done. Yeah. <laughs> jeez. <laughs> but yeah, whatever is over there by the Vista Vista Bridge is used in this. Um, uh-huh. The the, yeah. the Broadway Bridge, um, underneath the Vista Bridge, they do some things and they'd have a little a street race somewhere around the um, Burnside Skate Park. No, oh, the Burnside Skate Park makes a a reappearance in yeah. this one, which was neat to see. Uh, let's just lay it out there. What else do we see in this movie? Um what else do we see? Uh you we wanna see some screenshots? Yeah, let's look at some screenshots. All right. So yeah.
2: for those of you watching on Facebook. So there's
0: Angelina on top of the Broadway Bridge. And it was kinda of how they kinda of edited it back and forth so this this gif is a little short. Um <laughs> or at least GIF is a little short. <laughs> Thank you. But like you see her not just standing upright there, you see her climb up through it and then stand up. So it wasn't just like she's harnessed down. I mean, she was really out and about on this bridge. Think, it was kind of shocking. Do I have another? Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. There's a lot of shots of the Broadway bridge
0: yeah. at Golden Hour. Yeah. And, yep. and um, yeah. Yeah. And the bridge looked really, really beautiful. So this this must be Link- Lincoln High. Lincoln High. Yep. Uh so I don't know where this shot is, but this uh, is the beginning of our industry. It opens in a school. Um, They're all going to do frog dissection. Well, I assume that's school. Lincoln High School. It could
2: be. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've never really been because the car
0: pulls up and then she gets out and walks into the school. We don't see her walking to school though, so I don't know if that's across the street, but yeah. it could be. It could very well be. I don't know, but I even that shot and so that that shot is maybe a minute or so into the movie or a couple minutes, and the way if you want to go back to that that picture, Mark, the camera is on the ground, the car, oh, yeah, the yep. car pulls over the camera. It doesn't yeah. pull in front, it pulls over the camera and then mm-hmm. it like shoot it films her, her her feet coming out. And then it turns while it's under the, yeah. the car is on top of the camera. I can't figure out how in the world they would have done that in like nineteen ninety six. Without a GoPro. Yeah. Well because
1: um, I mean you could have done it from you know open a um, a manhole uh I suppose and, I'm just I was just thinking about yeah. the
0: size of cameras back then. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was really impressed about. It. So Angelina Jolie shows up. They introduce her. Oh, we're still going through. Sorry, no, no. we're, we're still let's let's go through the rest of the pictures. Also, get distracted. Let's get the let's, <laughs> Broadway let's, Bridge.
1: Uh, yeah, this is uh, them. Her climbing up on the Broadway Bridge and freaking everybody out. Yeah. And here is them graffitiing yeah. Foxfire Fox onto the, the uh, Burnside Skate Park.
0: The only graffiti there I'm noticing, and it just says. No, I. What did that say? It says Burns and, and Burns. I think. <laughs> Maybe it was like a Burns and Burns high. I have no idea. No, we're not cool enough. That reminds me. I'm going to tell a a completely
2: unrelated story, but it's kind of funny. So I worked with a guy. His name was uh, his last name was Burns, and we always made this joke that we What's the longest sentence that we could make using just his last name as different parts of speech? And uh, so it's like. Burns, 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 and it's like Buffalo, 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 buffalo. yeah, exactly. On our, our last Mark
0: and Todd cast, we talked <laughs> no, about that. I guess I haven't listened yet. Oh, Sherrod <laughs> <Charade>, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's I don't I don't know if that meant anything. The burns and burns at the graffiti. I don't know if that means anything. Yeah, quite a few key scenes are on on top of the Vista Bridge, and then
1: this is down on my camera. I can't think of the name of the restaurant. Um, you said you got. Fantastic
0: but, crepes there. Uh, uh, French toast.
1: French toast. They make over. They make it overnight. And oh, where nice. is that? So it's, it's down on Macadam, uh, down across the street from OPB.
2: Oh, and like the John's Landing area. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah.
0: So they were really all over town. Yeah, and they end this movie with one of my favorite shots I've ever seen from a movie, which yeah. is our main character, not like some stand-in, but it's like a kind of a close-up of her standing up again on top of the uh, Broadway Bridge. And it's a helicopter shot, and they just slowly fly the helicopter away all in one shot for, like, three minutes. Yeah. It is beautiful. I'm really sad that the credits were over top of it because it was just really cool to see and just a really well-done shot. And, like, that girl is just up on that bridge, like, walking around. Mm. It just amazed me. I don't know why And I mean, was so astonished by
2: it. You don't see any, like, safety net or anything. No,
0: ever. And I never saw it with Angelina either. Like, she was just climbing up around there and standing on things and... It was kind of shocking and like it didn't seem like it was low budget enough that they were like, oh, we'll just skirt the rules or whatever. Right. Like this is a major release. They wouldn't be doing that. But um, so Angelina, the story of this movie is uh, it's uh, so it begins with everybody needing to dissect a frog. It's a coming of age story. It's a coming of age. Yeah, it totally is a coming of age story. Uh, and Angelina is one of the girls who uh, Rita is her name. I think she looked like. Jenny Lewis, the Redhead. Jenny Lewis. Okay, why do I know Jenny Lewis?
2: Um, Because she went on to become uh, an indie rock darling. That's right. Um, She was the frontman for the band. Kylo Riley, Kylo yeah, yeah, Ren, yeah, yeah, Kylo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before releasing several solo albums, okay, and she's great. I, I love her, and she was also in um, the Wizard with uh, Fred Savage. With Fred Savage, she was oh, the funny. girl in that movie.
0: Oh, funny, yeah. And she was really, she was really all. I thought all, all the actors in this, I thought, were really, really good.
2: Yeah. Um. The so it's kind of funny that um you know like a lot of these uh movies about a group of kids they all have like they play the role you know um jenny lewis was supposed to be the chubby one and uh the one that was like the promiscuous the slut yeah she was a no name um they found her locally and
0: she worked at movie madness
3: wow wow yeah really Uh uh-huh
0: she was really good too i know oh that blows my mind that's crazy i wonder if she's still here maybe if you're listening (laughs) guys, you're listening to this you were great and come on our show you're great i'm sorry i didn't bother to learn your name (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh, So Angelina Jolie comes to town. Uh, We see her getting out of the car in that one shot I was describing. And you see two like motorcycle boots step out of the car and you follow these two boots and and obviously what looks like a biker into school. They're playing like the rock and roll music that you always associate with like, here's the bad boy coming to town. They follow her into school, and then they they do the... the well, at f- this point, they'd be following him into school. Him into school. And, yeah, in fact, the security guard at the school says, Hey, young hey, man. Young man. Hey, fella. Yeah. And then that's when we get the full-body Jolie pan, where it goes all the way up, all the leather jacket, and then it's her with her little Dorothy Hamill haircut. <sighs>
3: uh,
0: and she just shows up. She's got, like, a butterfly knife, I think, too. Yeah, she slides that underneath the metal detectors. Oh, yeah. Which, that was interesting to... T- that was... This is pre-Columbine. Right. And they had metal detectors... I did think that was ...at the gates. And I wonder if that was just for that moment where she slides it under and, and take, sneaks her knife inside. Uh, she saves Jenny Lewis from having to dissect the frog. The live frog... I wondered. Uh, did I miss, did I miss something growing up? Like, either, well, no, They. I think people used to do that, but in this movie, I thought they also looked real and were just pinned down. Oh,
2: definitely, they were real in the they were really And I didn't know how down. they yeah.
0: passed that yeah. through. <laughs> I, did, I guess I didn't see in the credits if any, any animals were harmed because... I'm, did you grow up dissecting so, live frogs? So, we didn't do live frogs. Uh, we did, yeah.
1: So, uh, but when when... Live frogs were dissected. They were pithed uh, so that they. Uh, I would hadn't... be angry too. <laughs> ah, <God. laughs> let's see what you did uh, there. Let's see, uh, and so they basically take a needle and they uh, anesthetize uh, them, break the spinal cord so that they have no uh, oh, sensations movement. of anything, not uh, really but helping. their heart, <laughs> but their heart still beats. Uh, oh thank goodness! <laughs> and so, thankfully, as you're we
2: can them up alive, just so we can see their heartbeat. That's wow. uh, That's
0: what we did. Yeah, I do remember dissecting wow. frogs, but not live ones. I don't know no. if I would have been able to do a live. I wonder one. if
2: they stopped that. Like maybe this movie caused them Cause to stop. This, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Angelina takes the frog and throws it out the window. And the teacher's like, you're suspended. And she goes, I don't even go here. And then and she jumps, jumps, out the jumps out the window and <laughs> Into walks the rain. away. Yeah, which is really bizarre. because After
1: the... she had released the frog in the same, you know, yeah, she released the frog outside.
0: Out the window. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then in the next scene,
2: she's in the girl's bathroom with the rest of the girls. And so she had to have, like, then come back in the school Toweled somehow.
0: She <laughs> Went went back to which, the entrance again. Which means, yeah, either
2: she did the same thing by uh, missing the security guard and, you know, passing the middle detectors, or she crawled
0: back in through the window. Yeah, through the window, the bathroom window. So all these girls are having a discussion in the bathroom about how the teacher, Mr. Buttinger, uh has been uh harassing and uh been sexually aggressive towards all of them and they kind of they're not really friends the girls but they're all kind of like oh wow you know he's done that to me too and and so angelina's like well why haven't you stopped him and so talks them all up then we get the scene with mr buttinger and and uh jenny lewis no is that the one yeah that's the
2: one that has detention
0: I was... Uncomfortable? Uncomfortable and shocked that he was really fondling her. It wasn't like a, I'm just touching your collar and we kind of all imply yeah. that's gross. Like, it
1: was... I'm I mean, going to unbutton your, your shirt yeah. and go for it. Yeah.
0: Knowing how these
2: movies are, she was probably wearing some sort of, like, oh, padded sure, body Oh, sure, sure, but still. It was I mean, still very was uncomfortable a full-grown adult and, and... Yeah, it was uh, getting the message across. So,
0: yeah, yeah totally. And so she... Um, as this is happening, as the as the teacher is is sexually assaulting her, the other girls walk in and interrupt, and they end up getting in this crazy fight. Uh, they smash Mr. Buttinger's head against the desk and give breaks his nose. All the girls leave, um, and then they kind of all run away, and and because they weren't really friends to begin with, they just kind of all got all got caught up in this thing. Um,
2: Oh, that's the quote you should have uh, led with. Should have played the quote when she, what she says, she's gonna do to the teacher. Do you remember that?
0: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I forget the exact quote though. If like. I see you doing this again, I'll, I'll I'm take gonna. A... Put your balls
2: in it. A... Take these tweezers and snip your tiny I'm little nuts off. Oh, that's snip right. Snip your tiny little nuts off with
0: my uh, fingernail Fingernail clipper, clippers. Basically. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. So later that night, uh, Maddie, who is the main character. We haven't really talked about Maddie yet. Oh, she yeah. looks like Maybe from Arrested Development. She was yeah, also, she kind of does. Yeah, she was also very good. She's kind of our main character. The movie starts with her rollerblading through school. She's checking. kind of the least memorable. She's also the least likable mm-hmm. like the movie starts with her talking about how like everyone sucks and like What's... we're all conformists and she's like invading people's space and like taking Polaroid pictures of them all at that stupid like Dutch angle where it's like I'm creative and like snapping pictures of people and can we talk about how the movie actually, actually starts strange. with her oh sorry I blocked that out Mark why don't you tell us how the movie literally opens on <laughs> it opens on
1: uh, a naked male butt uh, and we we see a lot of him naked, uh, and you have no idea what's going on. Though it's just a man naked in the woods. Yeah, and uh, but we we learn that he's having uh, kind of a little photo shoot with a girlfriend, and they're with frolicking and and everything. And yeah, those... but it
0: opens on man buns <laughs> <laughs> right there. Yep. And he ended up
2: uh, playing a role in Twilight movies. He
0: did, yeah. Um, and now Which forgetting... we know
2: because we played the Twilight scene-it game.
0: <laughs> that's right, we did. Um, I'm forgetting his name now. Um, Peter uh, Peter Facinelli. And he's a character actor that's shown up in a bunch of things. But I always get Peter Facinelli mixed up in my head with Milo Villamantiga or that guy who was on Heroes that shows up on a bunch of... Anyway, No this a side story, so... <laughs> Um, so yeah, we we open with his buns. Uh, oh, so we're back in uh, Maddie's room. The the main character, the maybe who has a looks really like awesome
2: bedroom. Yeah,
0: she does. It's like this full on cool artsy loft looking looking thing. Yeah, uh, she's photoshopping her art. Uh, do you remember? Yes. It shows her screen and like it's, it's this like really old Mac
2: Photoshop version 1.0. It yep. is,
0: and she's literally all she is doing is she looks like she has scanned the Polaroid, which it also bothered me because she was just taking tons of Polaroid. Polaroids are a dollar a piece, <laughs> and I was like, you are wasting a phenomenal amount of money on these stupid pictures. But she scanned them in and then like would do a squiggle. Like you would do on your finger now on the iPhone or like Perez Hilton on used to stories. do. Instagram Yeah, where it's like you're just writing with your finger and like she was just like making a doodle. And that was her art, art, which I thought was a little crazy. It kind of reminded
2: me of something you'd see in Clarissa Explains It
0: All. You know, it's funny because I couldn't, uh, Jenny Lewis, uh, throughout the movie, I kept calling her Clarissa <laughs> because she, I've never seen Clarissa Explains It All. But it seems like she would have been on a show like that at the end of the 90s. She mm-hmm. just looked like kind of that wholesome Disney, um, yeah, Disney girl. Uh, so Angelina Jolie shows up in Maddie's room uh, and kind of says, well, I don't have a place to sleep. Um, can I sleep here? She stays overnight, sneaks out the next morning. Uh, oh, all the girls get suspended because they get called into right, the principal's the next day, office. Yeah. Um, so they are asked to immediately leave school, maybe... Can't even get her art project. The the principal's like, no. She's like, but... You uh, should
1: have thought of that before. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's due tomorrow to this college I'm applying for. And the principal of the school's like, well, too bad. Too bad about your future. Did anyone recognize the principal
2: of the school? Ooh, I didn't. Uh, He was uh, on Twin Peaks. Oh, interesting. um, And he was not the only Twin Peaks alumni in this movie. Really? Um, Yes. The uh, father of... uh, the girl oh, who yeah. always gets uh, beat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Her father was also uh, in Twin Peaks. He played Hank. And, uh, oh, so interesting. I thought, was, I thought yeah. he looked familiar,
0: but I didn't watch Twin Peaks. That was but... interesting
2: that there were two Twin Peaks actors, and I was just wondering if maybe it's, they happen to live
0: in the Northwest. Maybe. Oh, that's funny. Um, so all the girls get suspended, um, and I- I'm guessing they didn't really explicate this in the story, but. I think they must not have told their parents that they were suspended, and instead of going to school, they would go to the abandoned house Correct. on the river. Yep. Okay, so apparently schools didn't let your parents know <laughs> the, when you, you got expended. In my Sus- mind, suspended, right? <laughs> or the expendables.
2: I was imagining when I was watching this that that abandoned house was the same abandoned house from Dr. Giggles, <laughs> and that these movies are connected in the Portland cinematic uh, universe.
0: Uh, oh I want there to be a the Portland incredible. Cinematic Universe they all Tie together yeah. somewhere out there is Burt Reynolds
2: running around with his little sidekick
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was weird I was driving uh, To pick up Mark from downtown uh, Earlier today and I drove past uh, The movie the movie marquee And breaking in which is a new mo- ni- 2018 yeah. oh, movie right. or Whatever it is but it was the Burt Reynolds Filmed in Portland thing and to see breaking in Up there and when you picked me funny. up
1: You were across the street from the uh, the storefront from uh, Frozen Assets
0: Oh, I didn't know that I've been it's there right twice there. now And I didn't even look yes. I got my battery changed at the Across from the Homer and Eddie German Oktoberfest Hall <laughs> I know Which was pretty amazing That was a great photo <laughs> So instead of going to school All these girls There's four or five of them There's maybe... There is Jenny Lewis There is Angelina Jolie There is Shimizu Five There's five And um, Who are you forgetting? The the, the m- redhead Movie uh, uh, Movie Gen- Madness Yeah, Movie Madness What was her name in this movie?
2: Was it Vicky? Rita?
0: Rita? No, no Rita is the other Jenny one Lewis. Did they call her Red Or was that somebody else? Uh, I'll just call her Red No, they called Jenny Lewis Red Oh, okay Yeah Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll call her Movie Madness <laughs> We're so sorry we don't know your name Please come on our show uh, Violet. Violet Violet, okay totally. Um, so they spend all this time in this abandoned house that's somewhere on uh, on the river and they fix it up by the end of the movie the house is beautifully appointed they've decorated the whole thing and uh, it becomes, through the movie, kind of a refuge for other girls who are like, uh, the you did the same thing to me, or I'm having trouble with my boyfriend. It kind of becomes this little refuge, this safe house. If you they guys had, have a uh, reputation, and uh, you can help us. Yeah, yeah. If they had
1: filmed this
2: today, it would have been the five of them
0: living in a small house. <laughs> a tiny house, totally. <laughs> That monstrosity on Burnside is where they'd be all in. <laughs> um, oh, so it's because she couldn't get her art... Uh, before being suspended, they all have to break in to the school after hours in order to steal her art portfolio. Uh, and then we get a really, I was again amazed at this movie, what this pulled off because they either they built an entirely separate interior for the school that really did a good job of looking exactly like a school, or they just flooded that whole place with the sprinklers oh, because that's after the true. fire starts and it wasn't like, it was just the uh, a sprinkler right up close to camera, like you could see all the way down the hallways, like water everywhere in what I was assuming is Lincoln High School. You know, I bet if they filmed it uh,
2: during the summer when school was out, I bet they could have gotten away with that. They
0: filmed it over spring break, it said oh, okay. at Lincoln High, which I mean, it would still give them a break, but I can't imagine that oh, just turning on the sprinklers is like a thing that you can do and not suffer any consequences. Kids, consequence make sure from. you take
2: home everything in your locker. We will be turning <laughs> sprinklers. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I was impressed. I mean, it, it could have been a set, but that was the most realistic-looking high school set because there was lots of hallways. They do that other thing in movies where they all crawl through the vents. Oh, yeah. uh, that is a huge movie trope. I want to see a supercut of people just crawling. People crawling. Through do you vents. think is Die Hard what started that, uh, or did that happen? Was that has I just been always? I feel
2: like a it must have happened before. People crawling through those little was, little like, vents. As attached long as there have been ceiling. vents, people have been crawling, crawling through
3: them.
0: them. <laughs> So uh, they accidentally burn the school down because while they're recovering <laughs> that's, her, that's art, a little bit
2: of an overstatement, Todd.
0: I guess they didn't burn down. They just set up yeah, the they sprinklers. Just, they just put the fire they start a
2: right fire. out. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they did not. burn I guess it the didn't school. quite
0: escalate that quickly. But yeah, they they the sprinklers turn on. They all have to run away. They all escape in this great kind of little Scooby-Doo chase with the with the security guards and firemen. <laughs> and um, there was something also, and then they all run back to their house again. And for some reason. They have, oh, because when they're getting suspended, someone says, uh, the principal says something like, girls, you know, girls who run with foxes.
2: Yeah. What did that mean?
0: Is that a saying that I'm not aware of? It it sounded like he was like, you know, that old saying, girls who run with foxes, <laughs> because that's like the I've whole, this movie that. is called Foxfire, because then they all get Foxfire tattoos.
2: So I was, okay, let, let's talk can, about the title then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: so not no,
2: I'm sure it probably explains it more in the book. I'm just guessing. Right. But in the movie, the only thing we have to go on uh, that you would even know that they're called Foxfire is uh, when they do the graffiti on the Burnside Park. Yeah. That's the only time. Yeah, they don't even read. They don't even their call themselves. As fo- yeah, it's not. No. A- there's one other scene when they're using the internet. Um, <laughs> if you read some of the text that they've been chatting and i'ming, they yeah. said Firefox in there. But it, it's not at all clear.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're keeping score, um, so this is not the 1982 Clint Eastwood movie Firefox. There's not the 1987 no Firefox. Firefox. It's not the 1987 drama Foxfire <laughs> starring Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin, both of uh, Cocoon, uh, and just not the web browser either. But Cocoon. I just I just googled girls who run with foxes, and I. Some (laughs) chat room on wordreference.com. Hi, everyone. I was watching a movie tonight. The title is Foxfire. The principal calls them and asks them, what are you, girls? Some sort of gang? Girls who run with foxes? That sort of thing? What does the principal mean by that? Is that a quote from something? (laughs) Okay, go on. What what would the Um, reply say? Some of them are not in English. Uh, Yes, it's actually a reference to literature. The title of the book, Women Who Run With the Wolves. By Clarissa Estes this has become a relatively common phrase, and refers to women who are wild, uninhibited, outspoken, or free. But well, didn't you just say wolves? Yeah, <laughs> and it didn't. Google didn't even autofill when I did "girls who run with," so I don't know that any of that was true. But it, it, they must have based it on something. Maybe okay. it wasn't. If she wrote it in the '50s, maybe it was like an expression from the '50s. Maybe. Um... And they just couldn't change it. So in the context of the
2: movie, though, okay, so so maybe they said that to get the fox part, and then the fire comes from the fact that they set fire they actually in the school, set a fire, and then they get the tattoo, and they just combined it. Yeah, which is a little bit weird because foxfire in and of itself is a thing. You didn't know that?
0: Uh, did I? Oh, it's science. I know. Oh, I, Mark, I said I know the story is? from the Bible
2: where <laughs> Samson. we I'm, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> Mark, what is fox fire?
1: I've, I've heard of it, and I. And I don't know. Oh, oh wow! I, I do know like, this, and like okay. I didn't have to. I didn't have I'm to look excited. it up.
2: Uh, this is where my uh, biology degree comes in play. Nice. So uh, some species of fungi uh, will bioluminesce uh, in the forest, and they will give off a green glow. Um, and uh, sometimes it can even be bright enough to uh, see and like. N- uh, read by in, in, oh, wow. in the forest, and, and that, they call that it Fox glow fire. is called Foxfire. Huh, like well, Avatar. That, and uh, the the name uh, comes uh, not from anything with the actual animal, but it's like in French, the word for false. It actually kind of means like false, false fire. fire. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Huh. Well, that doesn't add up either Faux with fire. this movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it. Faux it f-
1: fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> I started to place uh, <laughs> the mini version of the movie Plane in the uh, lower right Oh, yeah. Did there. it not work? <laughs> no, it worked great. Oh, oh, well, we do we get get it opens up ass? to an ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Can't do this. And then
0: there are a lot of, <laughs> there are a lot of these. Well, since we're right there in the movie, after they accidentally... Uh, set a fire, which immediately goes out after they fled the school. We get
2: the best scene in the movie.
0: They go, they go <laughs> back to their abandoned house, and they like what feels like a 25-minute <laughs> scene. They all <laughs> lovingly remove their tops and give each other. Uh, Angelina Jolie gives everyone a little tattoo of a starting with box herself. Fire starting with herself for a long time. Uh, there's only one who didn't. Um, uh, sprains explains it all. Jenny Lewis was the only one who did not remove her top for that, which I thought was interesting.
2: Uh, actually I think, uh, Vicky, or is it the other uh, one? I think, no, I think two, Oh, two I did called not. her. Violet. Okay. Oh, uh, I, think, I think Jenny Lewis and movie madness both did not Violet. remove their tops.
0: Oh, that's right. Violet. So I thought, well, good for them. But I did wonder because this is a very, um, it, it, this movie deals with sexual harassment and sexual assault and, and all of, all of those themes. And, uh, you know, obviously a feminist, um, fem, uh, Girl power, for lack of a better better word. Well, oh, that's what it was terms. in '96. 96. Yeah, '96, 96. Um, which I thought it was interesting how you balance nudity in a pro-feminism. Yeah, uh, I which didn't. I, I I didn't think it was exploited. No, right? no, I, and I I think it's all. about context, yeah, and,
1: and I think it was uh, appropriate. Uh, like it was, uh, for lack of a better term, intimate between them. They were yeah. bonding, and right. and and. And vulnerable to right. each other, yeah, and and that helped the bond uh, of this of gang, The characters, uh, right, you know, come together. So and, this and this
0: is the difference between it has nothing to do with the plot and is there for hey, we're twenty five minutes in, we need right. to show some boobs to this is part of their right. story and adds depth and character I and think so yeah yeah because I didn't think it was obviously gratuitous gratuitous or, or, right, or you know, anything. It, 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 it wasn't sexual.
3: It
1: was, you right. know, it was... Right. Uh, so let's, let's talk about the, the uh, sexual
2: undertones going on in the film, and particularly amongst the girls. Yes. So, it, you know, it, it is never explicitly shown or demonstrated, you know, that, that there is any sort of queerness going on. No. But it is definitely the, there. The
0: closest it comes is... Um, uh Maddie, the the main character, and Angelina and Julie are talking and Maddie says if I told you I loved you, would you take it the lo- the wrong, wrong way? way? Um and then she says uh, I wrote would it down you, right? uh, like would
2: you want me to or uh, if I what?
0: told you I loved you would you take it the wrong way I'm not your and she points to Angelina and says, You're so implying that right. I'm not gay, no. even though you are, even though the whole movie has been Maddie having like this complete crush right. on Angelina Jolie, right? And like it only kind of seeming like it's going that one way, right?
2: Um, so my question watching it was, Why didn't they go the full way? Was it a because they didn't want to and they were scared and you know audiences weren't ready or was it more of a choice that it's it's more implied it's more subtle we don't that doesn't need to be the focus
1: i I think it could be a a mix of all that and i felt that by holding back on that it gave them more power like i i felt I, i felt each of these ladies had significant power that they were Working through and demonstrating and each had their own vulnerabilities and each had their own strengths and if if it was just like devolved to You know crushes and they kiss and because right. that, and that that's was the it, interesting distract, like, it, it would have taken away the power that they they had and I, that, that was interesting
0: because in that scene where she's like if I told you I love you to you take it the wrong way is set up for them to end in a kiss and, yeah. and, uh, maybe, or Maddie walks over to Angelina Jolie and they get like really close. Caresses Angelina Jolie's cheek. And then they hug. I also,
1: uh, was noticing the lighting in that scene. Uh, Maddie was, uh, earth tones and red and uh, like, uh, earth tones, a uh, uh-huh. very warm spirit where Angelina Jolie was lit uh, all in blue and very cold. Oh, and, interesting! Uh, and so there was definitely this, um, like, fire and ice kind of huh. um, uh, tone in in the movie going on. Of like, I'm coming to grips with something. You're already there, and I'm really interested in what you have, Right. and I I don't understand it. It's very different from what I have. Right. And uh, there was just just so much internal exploration with other uh characters
2: right. it, it, it was, was a lot just more really,
1: it was really interesting there's
2: a lot more going on in this movie than you know just the script level yeah, yeah. and
0: that's why the and in fact i think the script was the weakest part of it like this movie is directed yeah. it is acted it is shot beautifully like we just talked about all of that subtext and the characterizations but this movie is not great i would agree and And I think that's the script. It's a little simplistic in some places like everything resolves itself like, oh, they all get in trouble, but they're all still out 24 hours a day after, you know, getting caught stealing this car or whatever. And like, that's why in the beginning I said, that's what felt YA to me is like, we didn't really resolve those things. And just like in the Scooby-Doo cartoon, we'll just pretend that, well, it's not in the movie anymore. So it's not happening anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't exist.
2: Yeah, I, d- I definitely think it could have been a great movie. Yeah. With some tweaks.
0: Yeah. And like I said, I looked up, um, I should find her name, the uh, The director of this, uh, uh, Annette yeah. Haywood Carter. Right. Uh, she's done a, a couple other things, um, literally like three or four, and that's it. And so, I don't know if she, maybe she is in a different role or position in Hollywood now doing something because she kind of had a bunch of other credits doing other things. Yeah. Um, But it, I mean, it was really well done and really well directed. And it shocked me that... Yeah, the director
2: and the writer and the producer, like...
0: Oh, wow. Mike Figgis was a producer on this. I didn't see that.
2: But a lot of the talent in this movie... um, Well, we should point out, you know, it was a female director. It was a female writer based on a novel by a female author, you know, with a strong female cast.
1: Female screenplay.
2: And a lot of them... uh, had not done hardly anything else before or since so I'm just wondering you know obviously there is a story there I just couldn't find uh, what that story was but someone you know had the vision and thought that this was a good idea
0: what else happens what else happens oh uh, another thing that happened was do you remember way back when we reviewed portland expose the movie set in the 50s about the gambling uh, invasion of portland that was based on a novel that was set in the 90s zing <laughs> <laughs> uh in that movie we had a discussion um when they were using their 50s slang oh now it all makes sense using their 50s slang where somebody called somebody a tea head, and oh, one of our did. list one of our listeners that, said, "Oh, that you know was it old sl- was slang for marijuana? Someone that smoked marijuana." Yeah. And somebody in this movie during that tattoo scene uh, says something about how we're absolutely. Ginny Lewis head.
2: says calls. Yep. uh, you're just a tea head you're
0: just a tea head and i wonder if
2: that was taken from the novel just like that's what just clicked was like oh Uh if this was set in
0: the 50s maybe that makes Uh sense wow so anyway i thought that was funny because i'd never heard that before that that tea head um i did like how the uh the scene where they're all getting tattoos and stuff like that does end in a pillow fight
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh you're right by the way (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> the
2: movie couldn't
0: escape its own trappings <laughs> Um, let's see so the rest of the there's a couple of more montages in the movie of them um, deepening their friendships and stuff like that uh, they go to the grocery store inexplicably and put a condom on a cucumber in the middle of the grocery store because girls because girls <laughs> yeah girls montage uh, she also one of the girls I think it was uh, movie madness says <laughs> so bad <laughs> Sorry. Violet, Violet, uh, Violet. Um Her real
2: name is Sarah Rosenberg. Thank you very much. Okay.
0: Uh, where Ms. Rosenberg um, says auto-erotic exhilaration, E-loration. which yeah. I was funny. That was clever. That was going to be the name of mine. Uh, I do not know. If it, was that a mistake or was she no. making a joke? No, uh, because they,
1: they were they were talking about masturbation and not right. But it's autoerotic af- asphyxiation, right? And and so, but she says exhilaration. Well, it's a right. play on that. Ty. Okay, so it wasn't exactly. an accident. Girl, like they didn't. Okay. Correct. When a girl
0: loves herself, <laughs> that's exhilarating. She shares a very special kind of <laughs> hug with herself. So then, go ahead. No. Oh, <laughs> anyone? Anyone? Foxfire. Uh, at
2: at some point. Well, one thing we haven't talked about. I just re- remembered is uh, Angelina Jolie's
0: character's name, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. What is her character's name? Legs. Legs. Is her character's name, which was a little ridiculous at first. And then she, she gives the reason. Why does she say that again? We just watched because it. Because she
2: vaults without poles? Yeah. <laughs> does she that says, just mean she has
0: strong legs? That vault, I vault without poles. Maybe I can uh, pull it up here. Because that was in the same scene. That doesn't make uh, any sense to me maybe I mean, that's another 50s ism that
2: it would make more sense to me if it was like she's trying to like reclaim it, like de-objectifying the word in a way right you know it's like a, a part of a woman's body that's usually found to be you know objectively
0: right legs
3: what about them <laughs> now that's what people call me i vote without poles.
2: That sort of thing. <laughs> that sort of thing.
0: That makes no sense. <laughs> That's movie logic if I've ever heard like it. Like a vault. Well, yeah.
2: I'd just go with, with it. Just
0: call. We're calling her legs. I don't care why. Give her any reason is fine. <laughs>
2: uh, she vaults without poles. She vaults
0: without poles. That sort of thing, you know. <laughs> just write that in there. You got it good. Moving on. <laughs> Print. <laughs> Uh, so we there's also a carjacking scene on top of the um, right because things sort of escalate with the girls. Yeah, one of the boyfriends now. So that scene I couldn't quite figure out. Is there a different girl in the carjacking scene that sets up the two Foxfire girls to get kidnapped to get taken by the girls because she, she so, asked for their help or something like that or right. was that so? Some yeah, of, that was confusing to me. Some of
2: the boys in the school, the the teacher that they beat up is also the football coach. The coach, the and he got fired because of this, right? And so the uh, football team really liked him as a coach, and so they're mad at the girls, knowing that they're the ones that caused him to be fired. Um, so they found out where these girls are hanging out, and they came over to like threaten and intimidate them. And it kind of ended up going the other way where the girls were, you know, making all these threats to the guys. And so I think that really set them off. And so <laughs>
0: movie logic, let's <laughs> rape them. Yeah. So they pull up in a, in a old blazer or some old suburban or something and try to take maybe. And, and one of the other girls, I forget which Maddie, other one it was, and, Maddie, Maddie and, and Rita, maybe, maybe, uh, but instead, Angelina shows up with her knife and pulls it on the guys and they end up stealing the truck, taking it for a nice little joy ride. The cops start chasing them. Then they crash. They crash, which I thought was cool, too, because they had oh. a they had a shot from inside that car as it was like flipping over and you can see people inside. <clears throat> that was really neat, too. It was really intense. Yeah. yeah like they they real... really
1: rolled that down a hill. Yeah. Then.
0: Um. So they get taken to court. Only Angelina Jolie gets in trouble because she kind of takes the fall and she has a prior record. So this is where I yeah. I have mo- more questions in this scene than any other scene in the
2: movie. Okay. It's like, what happened in court? Because yeah. you're right. They cut to court and then we find that um, all of them are going to get set free on probation except for Legs who has to go serve I don't know a year or six months
0: six months to a year
2: yeah and uh, then um, shortly after we see the girl that tried to um, bait them um, she ends up uh, telling the judge I lied I lied which ends up uh, ultimately Legs gets set free over that but like what did she lie about
0: it implied that the that girl because I think their original plan was for that uh, that girl to lure them to lure them up to get kidnapped by the guys. Um, because when they're struggling, one of the boy, the main guy, says it's going to be one girl's word against the other. And they're not going to believe you, implying that all of the boys, plus this girl, was going to have the one story of she got in willingly. Um, So that's what she lied about at court. But that's another YA thing I felt like, because that's never addressed. She like perjured herself and sent other people to jail. (laughs) And she's there sitting, when Angelina Jolie gets released from prison, she's sitting there in a car just watching her walk away from prison. She's like in the corner. So the lie must have been more
2: than just those girls got in willingly because the, when the judge sentences legs, she says like you are the most culpable and uh, but you know why would she think that she is the most culpable? Because she's the one who pulled
0: the she knife. Has the I mean, she pulled the
1: yeah she pulled the knife on on them and uh, then stole it yeah, yeah. I guess yeah you know, and and then um, Violet not Violet the the Shimizu? other girl that um Gloria. was the Maddie. that lured oh okay uh, the, the, did oh, the luring the unnamed uh, girl the unnamed girl that did the luring uh waited until court was ended and then went back into the courtroom and 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 contacted the judge and,
2: but, and said but was that the same day or was that a I week that later or was that I like felt a year it was a little later? while because
0: there was a theres a uh there was a montage, montage before and we have
2: no idea how long that montage part is. of the yeah.
0: montage was Angelina Jolie in jail at like midnight walking around the prison yard by herself in her street clothes and I was like Great. wow lax jail good <laughs> grief she's just like walking around by herself <laughs> so in the we had the of movie night it gives us no clue how long she was actually in
2: jail. I thought maybe like a week, but it kind of seems longer because by the time she gets out of jail and then the gang starts coming back together, they interact with each other like they haven't seen each other in maybe. ages.
0: Maybe it was all summer. And that's when something. they learned that's um, when they
2: learned to use the internet. They're, you know, they're putting the band back together.
0: That then, was so great. It was
2: Let's talk about the internet. The internet. <laughs> the internet. So uh, not only oh, you is she I um, didn't make a screenshot of I that. I didn't
0: make a, pho- a Photoshop make of the the internet. It? Uh, not only does she do master Photoshop squiggles, she also opens up uh, her browser, I guess, but there's just a big, huge <clears throat> button in the middle that just says, Internet! And then they click on it, and then there's like some sort of text. Well, suddenly on, on AOL, that's kind of what, it, what looked it looked like. What it looked like, just huge buttons like that. Yeah. It, was, it was 1996, so... Yep. That was, uh, that was uh, yeah, how it was you really got on funny. the internet. Internet, I wrote that down with big, huge letters. Uh, we get a couple really great montages in this, and... The reason I played that uh, clip at the beginning um, Is because I found my favorite new song So this Most of the soundtrack of this is like If you can't afford Alice in Chains Try this band Or whatever that you've never heard of But there was two songs that I really dug um, One of them I'd heard before The other one I hadn't This one is called Trouble by Shampoo <laughs> Uh trouble Which I've been singing all day long, um, but the other song they played was uh, by Candlebox. And before we started, I'd shown you guys a picture. Uh, Jenny Shimizu is the name of the actress who plays uh, Gloria, right. who um, actually didn't didn't do a whole lot of acting, but she's like was this huge international model in the 90s and stuff like that. And when the name came up, I was like, why is that name familiar? And uh, she was one of the people that was linked to slash dated Madonna in the early 90s. And then after this movie uh, got together with Angelina Jolie, Uh, Angelina Jolie, I think, broke up with her husband, Johnny Lee Miller, who she had starred with in Hackers, which came out right before this um, and kind of gave some more mystique to So that was one Madonna uh, connection. The other one, I promised you... At
2: the start of the show, you promised two two, Madonna connections. The
0: second second one is this song, which plays during a montage. Um, I know Madonna's not on the soundtrack. Madonna's not on the soundtrack, no. Let's see. So do you not know this song? No. So this is uh, Candlebox. The song is called You. Uh, Candlebox is... uh, They staying far behind. They had a couple mid 90s hits, but they were signed to Madonna's Maverick label. Which is why, yeah, <laughs> which is the second one. That's kind of a weak a little connection tenuous, tie. but uh, Madonna is the reason everybody had to endure our candle box in the mid '90s. Expect so. a better Madonna connection <laughs> on the next show <laughs> on Body of Evidence. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I love that song. It, that's the one that took me back. So that, I think this is the that, h- most high-profile song was that one.
2: That is also the most <clears throat> 1996 sounding song.
0: It really is. Yeah, it's the if you can't afford, then you'll love version <laughs> of this. So towards the end, after 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 they go on internet and Angelina is released from jail and, during and they get the band back together during the montage of her being in jail in jail, uh, she, uh, Gloria played by Jenny uh, uh gets re hooked on heroin or crack. We're not quite sure, but she goes she
2: under the goes bridge from marijuana straight to heroin. <laughs> she, she escalated quickly. S- yeah.
1: in that week, but she's clearly relapsed yeah because yeah, yeah. At, the, at the opening scene when the photos were being taken she was she was
0: drugged out that's um, right she was oh. passed out on the, on the, in the bathroom okay that's the other thing so it opens with with um maybe taking all of these pictures and they're like they're snarky pictures because she's talking about like she's kind of talking trash about the other girls this is before they all become friends and they never resolve it uh, Shimizu finds the picture of her passed out in the toilet, yeah. which causes her to go smoke and, and start the fire in the art building. And I feel like one of the other ones toward the end sees a similar picture, but that's never addressed. Her character never is like, oh, I used to be a jerk who took pictures of other people and now I'm Foxfire or whatever that, that never happens. Yeah. So they never, cause she starts out so unlikable and she never. That's an unresolved herself. character arc for sure. Yeah. Oh, so tea head, tea head. Yes, the tea <laughs> head becomes a, a crack addict during uh, the mon, <laughs> during the candle box montage, and so when Angelina Jolie gets out of jail, they rescue her. Or they find that the other girls have rescued her and she's detoxing off heroin in the abandoned house, and so the flop house, the flop house, and so uh, they're like, "Well, what do we do? What do we do? Let's go to her dad, who we've seen a couple times, the guy from Twin Peaks, yep. who was just shown to be a just a huge abusive jerk and like angry, That's who he was in Twin Peaks as well. I didn't understand." Why he is a Caucasian man, as was his wife, Jenny Shimizu, is I believe Korean or Japanese. I can't remember which. It it made it weird. Like if you're gonna have an abusive parent
2: relationship, why complicate it by also having them be like adoptive parents?
0: But they never mention anything about adoption or that's why or
2: clearly implied.
0: I I wondered if they were just like, well, the the people won't notice. Like I thought they were just trying to slide it This is nineteen ninety six. No one will notice that. <laughs> David Carradine. So they <laughs> go so Yeah, we were talking about that uh, before the show. They passed David Carradine off as whatever Chinese, Chinese for <laughs> however long. Are we going back to uh, breakfast at Tiffany's here? Yeah, that's oh. the other thing. Uh good old Mickey Rooney. So they they show up at at uh, Jenny Shimizu's dad, who is a Doctor correct is that why they go To him he they live in a mansion And they're obviously rich I don't know what he Does oh I thought they set up that he was a Doctor maybe and that's did. why I mean, so they They like literally first They try to extort money from him to Send her to rehab right and then Angelina rehab fi- costs ten Thousand dollars and then Angelina Finds the uh, grabs his Gun and they kidnap Him yeah
2: it kind of goes off the rails. It here. really.
0: At this point, I wrote down. This is where they're all making a series, a series of poor and escalating decisions. Right.
2: Most movies, the the escalation would have been like the the carjacking, and then you know there would have been some resolution to that. This, like, we come back from that, and it, they just keep going.
0: Yeah, that was just like a fun little jaunt for them. That whole car thing. It just, yeah. Just enough time to get back on heroin and get back out on the streets. So they kidnap the dad and bring him to the flop house. I thought because he was a doctor, but they... I thought because they wanted him to, to see that she her. needs help. Yeah, that was part of it, too. Yeah. But then they just tie him to, a, to chair. a chair and gag him. And they give, Clarissa explains it all, the gun of all people. Right. That, that's <laughs> the least likely of <laughs> exactly. them. exactly. Uh, so he, she accidentally, Clarissa explains it all, accidentally shoots the dad in the shoulder. Um, and that's why I got mad. I thought he was a doctor because from that point, he was no help. He was just a... Like he Bumbling wasn't mortally wounded or anything. It's like, come on, like you have some idea. Because the girls are like, "What do we do?" And he just never says anything. He's like, "Say, bring me to a hospital. I don't know. Do something, <laughs> dad." So they uh, send him. I guess just off, they drive off to the hospital with him. Some of the girls. They do, and uh... and the next time we see that dad, who has been kidnapped and shot, and the whole time shown to be like an abusive asshole dad. By two minutes later, he has completely come around on everything and is now father of the year.
2: We feel bad for him because he was shot. He just needed the badness shot out of him. <laughs> <laughs> <It> leaked out.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. And that's when in that. Um, so Angelina runs away during that. That's right. The three of them oh, bring to the hospital. In the maybe. Hospital. And Angelina Jolie, um Angelina Jolie runs away Because it was
2: her idea To kidnap him Yeah
0: And it went all bad Angelina Jolie Ends up on the uh, Broadway bridge again At night Which looks kind of neat And is going to Hitchhike away And that's when I wrote Angelina was really good In that too Like a lot of just Subtlety and a lot of Performance that was Really good Um, And Angelina Hitchhikes away And and maybe climbs up on top of the bridge all by herself with no wires or safety equipment <laughs> and stands there as a helicopter swirls next to her yeah, for the next three minutes. That must have been minutes.
2: distracting. Yeah.
0: I mean, it just, that really amazed me, some of those shots. Cause she is up there. There is no net under her. There's no, and she's on the part, you know, meant at least for some workers for to walk, the gangplank or but whatever. There's no railing? No. I, I, I was astonished because there she is. I really think that she did walked that. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm surprised it was ever allowed. I guess. I agree. So, While there's
2: actual cars traffic driving underneath, underneath. Yeah.
0: The heli- like I said, the helicopter starting. What must have been very close. Um, but anyway, yeah. And then it, and then it wraps itself up. It would like been a in- YA novel and ends. It would have been a cool story if the actors really had gotten tattoos in that scene. That would be awesome. (laughs) Angelina Jolie probably
3: did do that. Let's (laughs) see
2: if I can figure that
0: out. Angelina Jolie (laughs) boobs. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, I was kind of surprised to be reminded that there was a voiceover at the end. All of a sudden. Was there one at the beginning, too? There was, because that's sh- when she was talking about yeah, like, the, fakeness and all this that. This is my last year in high school. Because I had forgotten that huh. the voiceover was taking place way, way in the future. She's like, and we never saw each other again. Or like, we oh, saw it, each other a couple times. It got really it.
2: weird because she was like... and. Everywhere I go, I or I would always stop at a train station and an airport. It's like what?
0: <laughs> We've never been there in the movie, so I don't know what significance that has. It's,
2: it's like there's no guarantee a place like that would you would stand any chance of finding someone over any other place.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that was when I was reminded that oh apparently this is all a flashback, which I guess for the book makes sense if it was a flashback to the 50s maybe and that was the whole conceit of it but
2: hey wait uh, if 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 it was a flashback to 1996 maybe the movie takes place in 2018
0: <laughs> there and the we whole go. thing is a flashback oh my gosh uh, we've cracked it right open twist in in uh, well any other any other thoughts marks any, any more thoughts about foxfire foxfire
1: um no <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like <laughs> You're it, just gonna have that, that yeah. Peter Facinelli's yeah, butt picture exactly. <laughs> playing over and over again.
1: Uh, yeah, I still don't quite understand what the intro arc of her being an edgy artist. You know, like it didn't what,
0: serve any purpose or come back at all. At, at all. <laughs> I wonder. Maybe, like, maybe it did in the book. Like maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Is this movie at all remembered? Either well, that's why I said when, I, when I asked about it yesterday, I think for the people who grew up around here when it was released, I think so. Because I think I've gotten either a what's that or a oh my gosh, I remember that. It's S- Angelina Jolie standing on top of the bridge. Sarah Johnson Brewer says, I love this movie. Oh, there we go. Well, I guess I we could have just asked.
2: certainly don't remember this movie. No.
0: And yeah. I I think it must be like uh, uh, you remember it because you grew up around here. Sort of thing, but on the scale, so where does this fall in the move in the scale of the movies we've watched, as far as uh, a legitimately good movie? It's certainly watchable,
2: mm-hmm. and it certainly shows some really cool stuff in Portland. Yeah,
0: and it was really neat to see Angelina Jolie at twenty one years old and like being legitimately good and and doing interesting things. And mm-hmm. I still wouldn't say it's quite as entertaining as something like Fatal Revenge. On the entertainment level, no, but what about on the like if if we wouldn't if if we weren't talking to somebody that was into bad cinema, they're like, oh well, were there any movies that were decent made there? That's true. Where would this fall for the general audience do
2: you I think, think this would be the top of probably towards the top of the pile. Yeah. For... I
0: would agree. I would I would still think speaking about competence and, and movie making, I, I would rank it free willy is probably the highest true. on the list. Followed by Halloween Town, followed by <laughs> followed by Foxfire wow. is probably how I would do that.
3: Huh.
0: I hope that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> what other what other really like legitimately good movies have we watched so far?
2: Did you just call Halloween, Halloween Town, Town legitimately, legitimately good?
0: <laughs> it's not for us, but I think <laughs> the first Halloween Town is wow. an, it's look, look it's not like. It you're going like to the this, this cinema to go watch Halloween Town, But like when you watch it on TV, you're like, oh, that's cute. Like that's a cute movie for what it is.
2: I had a much easier time getting through Foxfire than I did Halloween town.
0: <laughs> that's true. I guess they both kind of have a Disney vibe to it. Although, like, I this guess. movie
2: didn't. Most of the time when I watch these movies for this podcast, they feel long, especially when we have to watch yeah. it like the second and third time. Yeah,
0: this movie, uh, it, it just felt like more. a normal movie. yeah. yeah. All right, well then maybe it, maybe it's number two after Free Willy. Maybe I'm wrong on my Halloween Town. Be <laughs> able to go revisit that again. Ah, anything else, you Brian? Um, Final thoughts on Foxfire? Would you recommend people watching it? Yeah, is, it, is it hard to find? I would say it is the perfect
2: entry level for someone looking to see a movie filmed in Portland.
0: That I think yep. is perfect. Yeah, because there are there's a lot of great. Portland footage in this, especially of the bridge, which is really neat.
2: And it's got man buns and <laughs> boobs. It's got something for everyone.
1: Indian.
0: <laughs> All right. So yes, do do check it out. I'm sure there's clips on YouTube's that you can uh, YouTube's on the YouTube's on that, the, that you YouTube's. can find. Um, oh my Lord. Well, that then does it for for Foxfire. Do it does. We, do we want to talk about uh, our next movie before we do our oh. our wrap-up? Brian, the, yes. it is up to you, our next movie. It is.
2: Uh, so I, I found something uh, that I think you're going to be excited about. Okay, Mark, uh, do you have that photo that I sent to you? Ooh. Ooh. If um, you do, you should pull that up. Okay. I, uh, I'll play Candlebox in the meantime. It's
1: going to take a second here.
2: We'll have our own montage. Todd, will you give me a tattoo? <laughs> Only if you slowly remove your shirt. I think we need photos <laughs> of us giving each other tattoos. Oh, my word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of tattoo would we get? Oh, my gosh. Would it be the Broadway? We would. Le- <laughs> we should legitimately just get these same ones from Foxfire. <laughs> All my
2: internets uh, while, are slow. Because... You know, while Mark is doing that, um, I, we can go ahead and plug our Patreon page.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Why don't you talk about that?
2: Yes. Uh, Portland at the Movies is on Patreon. Um, and we would absolutely love it. If, if uh, you like what we're doing, you like these shows that we're bringing you, um, please support the program by uh, giving us a, a pledge. Uh, whether it's a monthly donation or a one-time thing, any little bit helps because... Uh, we do have to buy these VHS tapes. We have to spend time tracking these movies down and, and doing the research. Um, and we have a lot of fun doing that. But, uh, you know, it would really help us uh, keep going. And we've got a lot of movies to get through, something like uh, over a
0: 100. It's insane. Yeah. The so, list of movies that we're compiling. So, yes. So, thank you. To, we, do, we do have a uh, one patron. Got, yeah, who our first patron. Uh, last show, I, I promised the first two, uh, some of the, VC, the VHS lamps. So, I will be getting... A hold of uh, her and then the, the next person to join our Patreon. That's so. right.
2: So if you are interested in
0: helping out, uh, that's at com slash Portland at the movies. Nice. Uh, you can also, and uh, hopefully by the time most people hear this, I will have it done. Uh, it's not done right now if you're watching the live chat, but I will have added a bunch of these locations and some great photos, uh, screenshots from the movie from those locations like the Burnside or the Broadway Bridge uh, up at com slash map.
2: That is a fantastic map. It
0: is your one-stop shop for all Portland movie scenes. I, I pulled it up when I got my battery changed. I pulled it up to show to show the Homer Netty spot, which I had forgotten <laughs> to add to the map, but have since rectified <laughs> that problem. <That's> so. <laughs> Um,
2: okay right, so mark's got a picture so <gasps> for our next i'm gonna let the uh, movie poster speak for itself uh is so that ed harris that is ed harris can you uh make it's that called the big for us Mark? The last innocent, innocent man and it has the most incredible movie poster wow i don't want to know anything about this movie i just want to stare at
0: that ed image. harris and roxanne hart in Hart. what's the last uh rock San... Heart, oh, Hart Star Heart. in. Oh, Star in. Who's Roxanne Hart? Should I even
2: Google her? Oh no,
0: but <laughs> to put okay. So on. let's let's examine this image here. So it looks like a so... a crime. It's a painting, like a a pulp sort of.
2: Yeah, it's got like a pulp. painting
0: of someone dead. A, a, a looks like a hooker oh, dead oh. on the street, and there's cops looking, and then a big jeans. Oh, he's wearing jeans with his yes, he's suit jeans. jacket. So this was made in the eighties. I'm assuming. Uh, Ed Harris standing there. It looks like a, um, a Drew Struzan totally, type of painting. Like a Drew Struzan knockoff. Yeah, <laughs> just like you get candlebox when you can't get Allison Change. You get it, whoever did it, this. It, is this she behind it. bars? It looks like she's behind oh, bars. She's behind
2: bars. And then like the prostitute is laying dead on the max tracks with like, a <sighs> gun and a police hat by her head.
0: That looks. And she's and half a, naked. An empty. Um, witness stand in the upper corner for some reason, which oh. is weird. Uh, so Roxanne Hart is has been working ever since time started. It looks like oh, she's wow. been uh, she was in Highlander and Oh God You Devil and Remington Steele. Oh, was she the main episodes. girl in Highlander? Uh, Brenda Wyatt. Um, I don't know. I don't remember her name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, 1987, The Last Innocent Man, a TV movie. So, ooh, that's exciting. So stay tuned for that. We'll bring you that next month. Uh, you can hear us uh, on Fun Employment Radio on the Fun Employment Radio Network uh, where this show streams and the show I do with Mark called The Mark and Toddcast can also be heard there. Uh, fun Employment, uh, Greg and Sarah just got asked to do a Reddit AMA ooh. for the, the Portland subreddit. So oh, I'm fun. not trying to date on that, but uh, listen to them every day because you should be doing it anyway. Um, Portland Movies also does a, um, uh, we have a YouTube channel where we just compile these videos. So if you want to watch the past episodes to show when we're talking about screenshots or or clips from the movies, that's a good place to do that. Um, Other than that, is that it? Are we done? Is Foxfire behind us? Yeah, it is. All right. I have a sinking suspicion that quality-wise, we're going to be... Back down in the dumps for a while. It's always, always downhill okay, from here. It, it, I'm glad to see, because I get kind of paranoid. It's like, is anything going to be good at this point? And this came out. And that was really, yeah, yeah it was really enjoyable. Post-Homer so. and Eddie. <laughs> We're living in a post-Homer a post Homer and Eddie world now. Uh, so I'm going to take you out uh, on the podcast with Trouble by Shampoo. Uh, I'll probably cut out the, uh, of the Facebook video so it doesn't flag us. But um, enjoy Trouble by Shampoo. How great is we're this song
2: I'm just but imagining Alyssa Milano dancing to it
0: And it didn't, like, this is very different than the rest of the music I was in there Which is the very grungy So this is interesting to me So here they are
1: Oh my gosh! What? Oh my! They look like absolutely
0: fabulous. Is who they look like? They do. Wow. So I feel like they're kind of Brit punk, sort of. It's really interesting.